This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad Joe Williamson and welcome to Just Joe Mondays. Uh, It's not my favorite day of the week, but it has made my Mondays a little bit better. uh, Knowing that I've got this kind of blocked out to have a chat with you. Uh, so before I get too far into it, I want to thank you to all the new subscribers. Uh, I really appreciate it. Anyone who's told someone, I appreciate it. I'm just looking at my light. God damn, am I really well lit right now? Let me turn that down a little bit. maybe. So I look less white. Like right now I'm so white on the video, I'm almost translucent. Um, so I want to thank you for subscribing. I also want to encourage you, if you're watching or listening to this, to find the subscribe follow button hit that. Uh, if you can give me five stars, I'd greatly appreciate that. And give you a thumbs up, maybe a comment, maybe a, Hey, love the video or Hey, this video sucks. It's all the same to me. It's all engagement. Uh, so thank you. Uh, today's show, today's show, what are we going to talk about? So I taught my six year old how to play chess. He beat me almost immediately. And, uh, we got, uh, the usual update on the Canadian anti-vax alt, right? Alt white, uh, nonsense. And then, uh, we got some Super Bowl stuff, but not like scores and stuff. I don't, um, I try to stay away from sports. If you want sports, go listen to a real sports person, but I will take kind of a pop culture twist on it and also not talk about the halftime show because you've heard enough about the halftime show, but I got two different stories that you may not be as familiar with that. I think you're going to enjoy. Got some Netflix news and then French fry perfume. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Let's get into it, shall we? Where's my theme song button? There it is. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. All right. So, uh, start with some parenting stuff. Taught my six-year-old how to play chess on the weekend. Um, I'm not going to be one of these parents who kind of brags, uh, but I'm going to brag just for a second. My six-year-old is um, gifted. He's smarter than me uh, on most given days. He has an incredible memory, his ability to grasp and understand um, complex rules and and things of that nature are, honestly, they're phenomenal. I'm, I'm kind of in awe of him, and it's clearly he got it from his mother. Um, and we've been slowly kind of introducing more and more advanced board games. So we introduced, uh, Catan Jr., which legitimately he can beat me and my wife, uh, cause we don't, we don't try to lose with him. We figure it's a learning experience. So, uh, he absolutely beats us. And then we introduced Ticket to Ride Jr. And he's competitive and will beat us in that. And this past weekend, kind of a, a lull in activities, and it was too cold to go outside, I had a chess set that I knew I wanted to introduce to him at some point in time, but I had been kind of holding off. And I finally said, hey, buddy, do you want to learn how to play chess? Uh, and he said, yeah, I, I, I kind of play around with it on the, an app or 
thing that I use on my work computer or work computer, <laughs> school computer. Um, so sure. And he did. He had a basic kind of understanding of the rules, presumably just from kind of fiddling around on this game. And uh, we played two games. And by the end of the second game, he understood the strategy. And we walked him through why you might do something, why you might not do something, how to how one move can affect a, a next move, which could affect a next move. And, and we really walked him through that process. And not surprisingly with him, uh, he grasped it immediately and uh, took to it. And my wife and I like playing chess. And we're not... Uh, I almost hate saying that because it does sound a little snooty. Like, ooh, I play chess. Well, 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 well my Marlo. But uh, we like playing chess. We like playing games. So any games you can get. And um, we like being competitive. So chess is right up there. It's a challenging game for a six-year-old. That's for damn sure. And it's something else to kind of bring us together. So, unfortunately, there's no chess junior. You kind of just have to go for it. I guess checkers is maybe chess junior. Um, but we thought he could handle chess, and we were right. So now uh, we're a chess family. The chess board's set up on the kitchen table. And that will be kind of the go-to game for a little while. And uh, that game never gets old. There's a countless possibilities to play it out. So, I don't know. That's my that's my parenting thing for the week. My two-year-old, of course. Uh, God love him. He's not going to be gifted. He'll be funny. Oh, is he a funny class clown? He'll be the kid with the uh, the straws up his nose, uh, maybe in his ears. And he'll probably win the hearts and minds of those around him. But I doubt he'll be gifted. It's okay. We're all different. So I'm going to talk about, hopefully for the last time, the uh, protests in Canada. The alt-white, alt-right, trucker, not really truckers, convoy, not really a convoy, blockade. It was a blockade. So uh, I'm going to do this as kind of a final recap, I think, unless some shit goes down. But it seems like it's basically wrapped up. So there were two big protests going on in Canada. There was one in Ottawa, our nation's capital, uh, where truckers were just leaning on the horn and saying they're going to get Trudeau to overturn all the regulations and mandates. And then the other one was taking place in Windsor, Ontario, which was blocking the U.S.-Canadian border. And and the the you, the one in, in Windsor was taken care of. <laughs> Basically what happened was uh, the U.S. government... And I'm speculating a little bit here. But the U.S. government basically said, hey, you need to clear that fucking border because it's costing us lots of money. And then the U.S. press got involved, the U.S. media got involved and started putting pressure on our government to actually deal with it. So it was dealt with. It's been dismantled as of today. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, the border is free and clear. Ottawa, however, not so much. Because there's not a lot of money or outside pressure to resolve the issue. So what happened this past weekend is a bunch of counter-protests took place. Saying, please get the fuck out of our city. And they're, the, the, the police are trying 
to, but when you see images of guys setting up outdoor hot tubs and stages for concerts that are, no one's got a permit. Like, why are they allowing this to go on? Um, But I guess they're hesitant to escalate the matter. So they're kind of going a hands-off approach. But this whole thing has just been a national embarrassment, and I'm tired of talking about it, and I'm glad the big one is gone. Uh, The people in Ottawa need the help of the uh, Canadian government to resolve this. So I'm not saying send in the army. Don't send tanks down the street. Just decent leadership. Enact some rules and regulations and enforce them. If you got to start handcuffing people, handcuff them. I'm sure violating something, carrying cans of gas around our nation's capital can't be that legal. Um, Find something. I'm hoping that'll be the last time I talk about that. We're going to do two Super Bowl stories. But we're going to go off the beaten path. The LA Rams won. I didn't watch. I did watch the halftime show. It was everything I wanted and more. Um, but it, the memes and the, uh, the amount of coverage it got makes it feel cliche. Of course I liked it. Of course I liked it. It was great. So I'm not going to dive into it other than I hope you enjoyed it as well. And if you're a football fan, seems like it was a pretty good game. I am a football fan. Haven't been this too much this year because uh, life, but I digress. First thing I want to talk about is Van Jefferson. See this guy here? He had himself a day yesterday. So here he is uh, posing I don't think it's before the game, but uh, posing recently with his very pregnant wife and his daughter. Well, halfway through the game yesterday, Van Jefferson's wife went into labor. And Van Jefferson found out after the game. And after winning the Super Bowl, went right to the hospital. And was there for the birth of his son, his second child. So uh, yesterday he had four receptions for 23 yards. He got a Super Bowl ring and a son. Something tells me uh, 13 is going to be his lucky number going forward. Good for him. That's amazing. What a story. More off the beaten path, but Super Bowl... Adjacent related. Uh, (laughs) The internet was being flooded with the pictures of owls yesterday because the internet, in all of its genius, decided that Super Bowl, if you cut that word off right at the B, you get superb owl. And. Out came the pictures of superb-looking owls. Here's one for us. They're gorgeous-looking creatures, aren't they? They're funny-looking, but... Anyways, superb owl brought a smile to my face. It'll bring a smile to your face. If you're having a rough day, honestly, like Google, like, uh, cute owls. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, off of Super Bowl randomness. Two more stories. If you are a fan of the Netflix Marvel series that include Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and of course the uh, the bringing together of all these characters and the Defenders... You only have until February 28th to watch them on Netflix. Not surprisingly, uh, with Disney Plus and Disney owning Marvel, all of the kind of third parties uh, are losing a lot of their Marvel rights. This partnership was phenomenal at the beginning, and it brought forward a real interesting era of uh, Marvel TV. Most notably, Daredevil and The Punisher. Luke Cage, eh. Iron Fist was greatly panned. And Jessica Jones was pretty well received. But because Disney owned Marvel and was working on their own subscription service, a lot of these shows got kind of cut short after one, two, three seasons, I think at most, was for Daredevil. Uh, So their contract runs out on February 28th. There's no announcement as to where they're going to end up. They're going to find a home, presumably on Disney+, Plus, unless Disney+, Plus sells the rights to them somewhere else. But they're going to lose the rights to these shows. And uh, you have until February 28th, if you haven't watched them, to watch them on Netflix. Because you probably have a Netflix subscription. You may not have, let's say, a Disney+, Plus, or if you're Canadian, a Hulu, or Stars or whatever the hell else is out there in the U.S. So uh, something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind. And then my last, the last story. And uh, god damn, do I love this last story. Like, I really love this story. And I, I saw it and I was like, gotta talk about that. We're talking about Fritz. Fritz. A perfume that smells like french fries. Now, uh, apologize. I'm gonna do a little reading here because I like to be factual. And some of these details are just too good. The Idaho Potato Commission, apparently that's a thing, rolled out a line of perfume that smells like french fries called Fritz. For only $1.89 per 1.7 ounces on the company website. Now, before you jump to the Idaho Potato Commission website, it sold out. Not surprisingly. The idea came from a poll that revealed that 90% of Americans find the smell of french fries irresistible. Only in America. Only in America. Um, only in America and only only in the day and age of the internet could you get a potato french fry smelling perfume uh, to go viral, sell out, 
and presumably become another like revenue stream for the Idaho Potato Commission. I love it. God, I love the story. I want a bottle. I, I absolutely want a bottle. Um, so I will. I will keep an eye on this. You know how I said I'm not going to update you anymore on the uh, the protests. I'm looking down at my notes now. I shouldn't have, see if I look at my notes once. I got to keep looking at them. But I wasn't looking at my notes at all, and I was doing just fine. And now I'm like, want to rely on them. Anyways, uh, I said I wouldn't update you on the protests. I will follow up on the potato French fry story. The potato French fry, for fuck's sakes. The French fry perfume or fry fume. Fry fume? Story. This will be a pressing issue of mine for the rest of my life until I get my hands on a small bottle. So if anyone from the Idaho Potato Commission happens to watch or listen to the show, talk to me. Maybe, maybe we can, I can do some voiceover work. Maybe I can do the ad. Smell like the heavenly desire that is French fries. Freets. Mm -hmm. Free ad. Free ad. Just a little bottle. One, one, one point seven. You can spot one my way. All right, that's the show. That's it. Thank you. Uh, that's it. Game over. Uh, just Joe Monday show comes to an end with me doing my usual frivolity, and uh, I love it. Thank you. Want to thank uh, the people of Slovenia. Why the hell is Joe thanking the people of Slovenia? Well, apparently, my podcast is doing quite well in Slovenia. I was in the top 20 <laughs> parenting podcast in Slovenia. I don't know who in Slovenia is listening to the show, but if you are, please get in contact with me. Please drop me an IM, shoot me an email, thatnerddad at gmail.com. Uh, uh, Twitter, tweet me, right? I see all the tweets, uh, get in contact with me. I want to know how you found my podcast in Slovenia. And, uh, and if you're just telling everyone or if it's just one person that is greatly infecting, uh, like adjusting the numbers in Slovenia. So find me, please. You know, how, come find me. Uh, I'm here. Uh, do I have anything else? I got uh, three guests lined up for the next two weeks. How how cool is that? Like I'm I'm booking guests real quickly right now, <laughs> um, and they're noticeable. They're they're no notable. Um, I got Amber Mack. I'm calling her right now the queen of Canadian tech. Uh, she's phenomenal. I've got Steve Patterson, Canadian comedian, and I got Julie Brown, who is a a very funny writer uh, in the parenting circles. So three lined up, more to come. Thanks for tagging along. Um, what I'm not seeing enough of, and I'm going to do a little call to action here. And you may have stopped listening, but if you're still listening, I want to talk more to the audience. I want to talk to you more. So reach out to me. Drop me IMs. Drop me DMs. Um, tell me what you want to hear from me. Tell me what you want to talk about. Tell me what you want more of, what you want less of, what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, I can include your comments in the show. I would love to be able to respond to comments in the show. 
but I need comments to respond to. So, uh, little little plea there for the talking because I greatly appreciate all, everything else. You're watching. You're all watching. You're listening. And uh, but uh, let's drive up the engagement. Let's let's converse a little bit. Want to thank DeanBlundell.com. DeanBlundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network, and Monday to Friday, three-ish. Uh, he has done a phenomenal... I keep saying phenomenal. I'm going to change that word. He has done a good job uh, <laughs> covering the uh, the trucker convoy rally bullshit. Um, and uh, I've been a part of that as well, a little bit. A little bit. We've had a little, little pinch... And, and helping with that coverage. So uh, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Be well and be safe. I'll talk next week. Stay tuned for an episode in a couple of days with an interview. It'll either be Steve or Amber Mack. We'll see which one I post first. Be well, be safe. Here's my son. Thanks for listening. Damn. Hey listeners, I'm Christy, and I'm Melissa, and this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.